Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and anomalic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime. Currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, New Powerpuff Girls, Star Wars, The Force of Evil, and Ruby. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Hey, yo. Today, Delaney and I will be having a special Saturday night edition of our weekly Ruby discussion. This week, discussing of Runaways and Stowaways. Um, Such a, a clever title. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> it's a little I guess on that's, the nose. That's pretty side. good. Actually, it's pretty good. You know, Blake's the runaway and Sun's the stowaway. Uh, Do you get it? Do you get it, Delaney? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay, I got okay. it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay. Um, the vo- episode three of volume four of uh, Ruby, we discuss Ruby every week on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can check us out at OverlyAnimated.com or search for the Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or your other favorite podcatcher. Um, yeah, special Saturday Night Edition. Uh, I will warn you, I haven't had as much time to do my <laughs> reading up on the theories and whatnot, so I'll be less informed. Also, there may or may not be drinking involved it's with, just this, fresh. with this We're just night of. Fresh. Uh, I'm not fresh right now, but... Delaney's yeah. fresh. Okay, there you go. So, we'll be getting into of Runaways and Stowaways. Uh, spoiler for this episode even though we already spoiled it and of every week <laughs> and the screenshot already spoiled it to be honest it's fine but, um every week whatever i don't even know remember what i was saying okay uh it's a good omen for things to come delaney blake's back <gasps> finally oh what? my god oh, yeah what's your reaction to blake just dominating this episode okay like, one thank god like yeah. okay this makes me feel a little bit better about the season because we actually saw blake like thank you also the majority of the episode was blake yes thank you like yeah just finally blake she looks fabulous her new outfit is stellar like she's you, great you so you had son's reaction you were like well, digging the new outfit I mean, yeah, but I also. So you're hate saying you, you feel Sun right now? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I do not. I hate him. Are you so saying much. you relate to him on such a like core oh, level? Is that God, what you're saying? I hate him so much. Oh, I, just we'll get... went, like, I was really hoping she'd just like drown this... him or something. Like, oh. <laughs> no, no. I hate him so much. This will be My the main. Favorite part of the episode was yes. like slapping Sun. That okay. was quality. That's yes. how I felt. I agree. That was quality. Well, this will be our main discussion point this episode is me defending Sun and you berating Sun, I feel. Yes. Yeah. It was obviously that was, you know. This uh, the Grim was like awesome, by the yeah. way. Like this fight was really cool, except then it grew wings and I was like, why? <laughs> but. Oh, yeah. I don't even. I wasn't even following it, to be honest. <laughs> no, it, was, it was good. I think this episode. Okay. Highlights of the episode. There are There is not a single millisecond. Of John. Of John. But there's no Ruby or Weiss. Which is tragic. But so. we got Blake and Yang. So we got yeah. the girlfriends. That's okay. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good. I felt so bad for Yang. So bad. Poor yeah. Yang. Yeah. Overall, though, what do you think? I think this is. I think this is probably the most interesting episode to date. Like, I think this episode is better than the other two, just because they're not they're not as boring. The fight scene was interesting. I mean, I hate Sun, but like, I was. This isn't just because Blake was in the episode, but I do think this episode is a little bit more interesting. Also, the, with the scene with Yang, we got some um, like news, so that was interesting to see. Like, yeah, the, the way they incorporated the TV broadcast. Yeah. yeah. So I think that I think this was a pretty good episode. I was obviously I was a little bit more invested because Blake was in it, but I do think this is more interesting than the previous episodes. Yes, Blake is Delaney's fave for context for yeah, new listeners. You're yeah. not aware. Yeah, um, yeah, I think this is the best episode of the season. I actually really enjoyed this one. It's so good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I so I don't know if it's so good. Like, yeah, I th- it's good. I don't want. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna be super high on it. The rest. This is the only part. Like, I don't know. I, relative to what that's we've the problem. Seen, relative you know? to what we've seen, this this yeah. episode's like yes. Yeah. No. I like, was. Yeah. I, I. I actually very much enjoyed watching this. Like, I'm the resident Sun fan of the podcast for some reason. <laughs> we'll we'll get into why, but um, I thought he was really good. Like, this is best Sun we've ever seen. This I mean, episode. this is definitely him at his least annoying. But the fact that he exists irritates <laughs> me. So. Well, okay. We'll we'll debate. And uh, yeah, no, he was great. Blake was um great. I like just the the, the their dynamic was really good and enjoyable to be yes. honest. It I was like Cat Noir and Ladybug. Like honestly, it was like a better version of like, no, Cat it was Noir way better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I we not, neither of us ship this. The Black Sun uh, is what this is called, but um. I was into it this episode. I mean, I don't. I mean, I. I. I think you can interpret this as completely platonic. The two of them, yes. um, like remove the fact that it's male female and yes. this is just two friends. But uh, yeah, I thought it was it was really great that dynamic. I thought the Yang stuff was fine. Like they didn't completely botch that, so that's great. And they're doing a really good job so far. Granted, we just saw like this one brief. 
So hopefully, yeah. we'll fun with this. I'm, yeah, I mean, it's it's we'll we'll talk about the Yang stuff. They at least they didn't drag that out, which is yes. the big the big consensus. I was wondering that. if that was like, are they going to get her an arm? Because we we've, it's been established in the universe that there are yeah. like really good um, prosthetics. So I was like, is it going to happen? Yeah. To be honest, I didn't even think of that before last week, and then someone commented with, "Oh, should she just get a robot arm?" Like everyone has robots arm robots arms in this world, and there's like literal robots, and like yeah, so. Yeah, she, she she got it this episode. So that's good. That's good. So we're not dragging that out. Um, yeah, I thought all the Blake stuff was fine. The, it's like the fight scene I thought was really good. Actually, I, yeah, I've seen really some. Interesting. Yeah, I've seen some people saying it's not good, and I'll defend it here. Um, and so I thought that was good. And I thought I think that, it's way more interesting than this fight in the first episode. Yeah, for sure. I mean, both are similar in that. Uh, the big the the big thing with their fight scenes is they all they've all been ending well. Like the really big good part about this is is at the end when they do all the stuff with uh the, you know it, it, it they they pick up the the fight yeah. scenes. Um, but yeah, this one I think is the best fight scene. I think that um the mode the like Blake motivation scene after that was actually yes. really good. Like I think they nailed that. And then at the end we get some completely ominous stuff with Salem. Like. It's great, great. No John, you know, Solid. tons of tons of characters we've seen before. Yeah, quality episode. But what is what are you guys going to complain about in the comment section this week? Because we're being completely positive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I there's know. nothing to complain. You know, I, I wait. I, no, I already know what you're going to complain about. Complain about me being wrong about the uh, the Cinder scene. So we'll see. Oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that last. Um, uh, checking in on our. Um, our Nightblood 2013 on Tumblr uh, character screen times. We've got Blake at six minutes and 25 seconds. Sun at seven minutes and seven seconds. Really? Yang, Yang at two minutes and 48 seconds. The the captain at two minutes and 12 seconds. Oh my God. And then everyone else, uh, Salem, Cinder, yeah, Tai Yang. There you go. And then Ruby and Weiss not in the episode. So this is I probably, I mean, this is as good as an episode can be for me without Ruby and Weiss. I mean, those are my big right. connections to the show. Um, but like, I thought this was some of the blessed. Honestly, I think this is maybe the best Blake things we've gotten since season no, two. Basically, like, yeah. No, volume three with Blake was terrible. And like it just, they, I, just they, I remember, yeah, I remember nothing as prominent that she was in in volume three as this episode. No, literally, like she was wasn't. That's why yeah. I was really concerned going into this going into this season where we had you know we have these episodes and like where's Blake and Yang? Where's Blake and Yang? Because we went without Blake for literally like half the season at last season. And it was like, where's Blake? And yeah. then we just like murdered her at the end of the season. Yeah. So well, we, we kind of murdered Yang, but you know, we also murdered, we yeah. murdered both of them. Yeah. I think, I think Yang was, yeah, I think the Yang stuff, this episode was weaker, but it was still fine. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of glad that I, it'll be nice to have more of an, ep- like more of an episode with Yang. And like, I'm kind of glad they're going really vague with it. Like we know what's going on with her, but we're not having like atrocious dialogue. <laughs> Yeah, I have zero confidence in them handling this PTSD yes. arc with Yang yeah. well. So this so right is the now best I'm fine case with scenario. it. Like having yeah. flashes and her doing things, that's great. Because yeah. like if they do anything more, it's gonna be terrible. Yeah. That being said, I think the Blake stuff was the strongest part of the yes. episode. There was yeah. some there was some touchy dialogue in this episode, but it was yeah. Well, let's start with some touchy dialogue. Let's go scene by scene. So uh, the first scene I want to talk about this episode is I, th- I feel like this is the most quintessential Ruby scene, which is Blake yes. in the randomly talking to the ship captain in the beginning. Yes. Um, so this is the typical Ruby scene. You take some random character we haven't seen before and you have them say general dialogue to one of our main characters. In this case, it's the captain. Not many people travel by boat alone. But I found that those that do have more interesting stories. Like, like I think wow. th- I think that's the most typical Ruby line I've ever heard in my life. Like, <laughs> right? Like, like, what does that even mean? It means like, okay. I mean, I don't know. There's a more typical line. My, I have like my, like my example of more typical like later in the episode. But okay. I'll, like, it's this one. Okay, point that out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Does like, it happen? And I was like, oh. Do my I have God. it written down on the outline? I feel so, like you probably do. Okay, we'll see. Wait, is there an outline? That implied you read the outline. Yes, there is an outline. Yeah. That's oh, pro- I, it didn't tell me that it, you posted it. Sorry. Okay. Well, yeah. This somehow I outlined this while drinking, but yeah, it, 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 it's a great outline. Don't worry. Blake uh, is paranoid, and um, is not on the outline. We have our Blake. We have our Zuko Iro season. I don't remember. To be the fact that I can't remember the Avatar reference is a sign in my state. But um, yes. then we have Zuko cutting off his uh, top button. There is this ponytail or whatever blake loses his ri- blake loses the ribbon yep. she's going full cat girl uh um, no what what as our blake expert what is your thought on blake completely ditching the ribbon is she she's 
a fully faunus mode. She's right out now. as a faunus now. She's out. Is this a metaphor, Delaney? Um, it could be a metaphor. <laughs> um, I don't think it is. My thoughts on it are at first I was like, oh god. Like I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, because I'm like, are we gonna be weird about it? But then I was really enjoying watching the scenes and then how they're animating her ears. Like they were like when they were like down when Sun was like making irritating her and like yeah. different things. Like I think this is actually a good thing and they're doing like animation wise it's really nice to watch and like it adds a lot to like her expressions so i'm okay with it right now yeah yeah i i I mean i blake as uh blake without ribbon over blake with ribbon is my rankings of that of the two of the two states of blake i'll take blake full cat ears without cat ears yeah so blake full full honest mode hype for that i think it makes sense in this i think it's a good symbolic representation it's also we're at like i mean we're in volume four like it does make a lot of sense and yeah yeah, and well, I, I do think sure this is an Avatar have. reference. I mean, we Avatar reference of the week. I think, honestly, yes. Avatar is the most uh, on a inf- boat. influential show of uh, I'm more on a boat. Also, this scene is literally just uh, Avatar Season 3, Episode 1. Um, yes. A serpent really. coming, they're on a boat after yeah. then. Like, really... Like, the this- serpent... Okay, literally the serpent scene where you, for, like, when the, you just see, like, part of the serpent, I was like, this is Avatar. Yeah, I mean, I guess Sun is, like, Sokka. Maybe Blake is more Sokka in this scene. Is like, Perhaps. a universe, you know, like, thank yes. you, know, the the Saka line from that episode and um yeah no this is and this is also their version of avatar season three like it gets grittier and stuff it's after the fall like literally this is just them doing that so you know whatever i think it's a good i think it worked honestly like the fight scene in this episode over the fight scene in avatar three yes yes agree yeah you know like the fact that I'm saying something in Ruby is better than something in Avatar, that's a win. Like wow. nothing that's else like could happen. Super- nothing else could happen in Ruby and this would be good enough. Like <laughs> Yes. This would be like good job. Yeah, hot, they, hot. they you have this at least. Okay. So um uh let's talk about the all the yang stuff at once yeah so yang uh tai yang's there uh he brings in the arm from well, she was uh, watching the like the news oh yeah yeah so she, we can talk about the news yeah she's talking about the news so beacon's still in disarray uh the cctv the cctv the towers, the towers that they're in their version of the internet it's down it's working inside the kingdom but not outside so they don't yeah. have communication with the outside world and they're uh, trying to contact atlas yeah, yeah I don't know. talks with Atlas. I don't know air, how that works. Yeah, air traffic is banned, and Adams—they know Adams finally attacked. So, right. catching us up on that. This is a good narrative device. It's super simple, but uh, I think the show executed. And they had it. like Vox news. Oh, really? Was it? Yeah, it was okay. Vox. Like one of them, like it was like a dude, and he had like horns. It was like Vox news. Okay, I was like, that's nice, good. nice. Yeah, so that's good. Um, yeah. So Yang Yang gets uh the the robot arm from. Her dad brings it in directly from Ironwood, special made by him. Uh, Ironwood, I think they're going to use him as a device now that yeah. <laughs> now that Osmond's missing. It's like Ironwood just does everything. Ironwood, yeah. I like this, though. I think I'm that's good that it. they thought of Yang. It's Thank a good, you. and it's like a good job for him. Yeah. So here's the state of Yang. So Yang is like, no, not now, maybe later, but thanks, Dad. So um, what's your thoughts on Yang's disposition at the moment? So she's kind of like uh out of it but she's still trying to be like understanding of what her dad's doing it seems well, like they're purposely trying to make her still sympathetic in spite yeah. of her you know her her right. them doing the ptsd arc with her you right know? well because because people are gonna get irritated it's like when cora book like when cora was like cora's being a bar it's like shut up yeah even even though people are be stupid and they'll be like i don't like yeah. how yang's acting right. even though it's understandable yeah. yeah so like i think i mean it makes a lot of sense like i mean uh we're what um how many months out are we from the finale of is it eight yeah like eight months yeah okay. so i mean she lost her arm <laughs> like, oh in, in universe we're like yeah six to eight yeah also yeah, we're so also like, it's a, also eight in real time yeah, yeah. so i was like in the show like I mean, it's a bit like yeah it's been like you know a few like it's been like eight months but like she lost her arm and like that's rough stuff and i think it makes a lot of sense that like you know, she's like, oh, okay. And also, like, that arm is also, like, a constant reminder. Like, look, you have this, here, I got you a robot arm, like, thanks. Like, yeah, that's, like, a quote-unquote solution to the problem, but it's not really, like, there's yeah. a lot more wrapped up in it. And I think it makes a lot of sense for Yang is right now. And also, especially she's having flashes, like, she's, you know, she's having flashbacks, and that's not good. And Yeah, so, like in that. conclusion, people don't be stupid and hate on Yang yes. for being Yang's moody. fine. She's, she's, it's understandable. She has a flashback from dropping her glass. Yes. I thought Sound. this was a weird thing to have a, a flashback from. Well, it makes sense. Um, I, I really liked how they, um like... Like they, I think they juxtaposed like um, Blake reacting to loud sounds with 
Yang reacting Ooh, to loud okay. sounds. Okay. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Like, especially since I mean, they when I mean, they were literally part of like the same like the same attack was like what happened to both of them. So you have um, like the children yelling, people coming up behind Blake, like that startles her, and then that loud glass shattering, like that startles Yang. So I think this makes a lot of sense. Like the juxtaposition works really well. I think, and, and we're pairing them. Like where we've paired Ruby and Weiss, and now we're pairing Blake and Yang, which makes a lot of sense. The uh, your the ship uh, wine pairings is that what you're talking yes. about? Yes, yes. <laughs> your bumblebee uh, is, yeah. is okay. Yeah, so yeah, that that's a good call on that. Yeah, this was bumblebee the episode to be honest. It's Even so though this good. is a big black sun episode, I feel like it's also a big bumblebee episode bumblebee. considering it's literally just the two of them. Yes, Steph. Yeah, that's so, what, that's what they're like. They just need their girlfriend, and it'll be fine. Like, yeah, it'll be fine. So, it's a solution. I, what do you think of Blake? Uh, we'll talk about. Okay, well, I'll save that. I was going to ask, what do you think of Blake running away from Yang? But we'll talk about that in the motivation yes. segment. Okay. Um. Yeah. So overall, the Yang stuff was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I'm. If they keep doing it like this, it'll be fine and potentially even good. But like, I am concerned about weird dialogue. So. Yeah, I think that it would be better if the show moved away from this uh, recovery arc, not because it shouldn't talk about this. It's an important thing to talk about just because I don't have any confidence that they'll handle it well. Yeah, that's my issue. Yeah. Like, they're not going to do it well, which yeah. is the concern. So we should move away from that. Okay. Yes. Uh, let's talk about uh, – let's get into the the good part of the episode because Sun is here and <sighs> and uh, the Bay Sun is here and we're fighting this giant serpent grim. That the only reason has- I was almost okay with this is because I knew from the – intro that sun was going to be with blake yeah the intro ruined it it was supposed to be a Completely surprise and no, i saw really boat, and it. i was like it's blake and then they yeah. were like this dude in the hood and i was like mm, son okay i didn't know that it'd be he'd be the dude in the hood i, no, I you saw I you like, saw it coming ahead of me yeah okay great, my and my friends had already watched it and they were like laughing at me because i was like i swear to god that son and they're just like giggling i was like i hate you yeah because they know uh, how much I hate yeah son. don't get spoiled delaney come on i literally was loading it up and um, and don't like, get don't get spoiled episode. like i'm gonna spoil everyone by putting sun in the screen cap for the podcast on youtube so i apologize sorry not sorry guys but uh it was too great i had to have blake catching sun as it's the, like important like that yeah. was quality part that, of was, episode. that was very important yeah um so we're fighting this giant uh, serpent grim uh blake is fighting it and she's awesome the crew is helping I love so, all, we don't know we've never seen a grim this big before and then blake's like bah <laughs> she yeah, she's like okay yeah, like, starts attacking it. it was so <laughs> yeah. good yeah it was good uh i don't know why we need scenes of the crew fighting it but whatever okay, it was also, like they're all the crew like they're weird uniforms like they're like let's all look cute and pretty like okay what do you think of um random cute girl in the crew um okay i, okay, I also noticed her um <laughs> unsurprising. <laughs> like, unsurprising 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 yeah um she's just like it was just weird like it's just what's your what's your headcanon for her Head can- oh um headcanon for her well she's gay obviously um <laughs> yeah <laughs> She's like uh, pining over Blake. Yes, on the sh- yeah. she's like, oh, Blake, the, yeah. the pretty stranger over there. Yeah, that's your headcanon. Yeah, yeah. that's my headcanon. Yeah. Because she's uh, actually me. It's fine. <laughs> okay, that's Delaney's self-insert character. Okay, it's <laughs> canon now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, we have, uh, so yeah, Sun shows up. Sun's, um, I don't. To be honest, I mean, it, there's zero chance I'd remember Sun Semblance. Like, there's no way. Like, right. come on. <laughs> come on. No way. But apparently Sun Semblance is like Powerpuff Girls light projections. Yes. So if you don't watch the new Powerpuff Girls, which I there's like a zero crossover from this audience. Zero, and like, zero they, percent. They added a new power to the Powerpuff Girls where they have kind of these like sun type light like projections. Brilliant in their own colors and they can like put put them into anything so that's kind of what sun does but they're like clones but that's also similar to blake's like semblance yeah, that was, it's really weird like it's too similar i think i think it's supposed to be kind of like uh they're shipped it's kind of supposed to be like a they're a ship thing so they should have super semblances but i don't know yeah. um so also there's like electricity but i wasn't sure if that's from sun semblance or from the grim okay yeah i think um at first it was like I, I was also confused because because the semblance is yellow, so it could be yeah, from him. it could be electricity. Yeah. But like I think I think it, it's from the Grim. Right? I think it's from the Grim. Yeah, yeah. So okay. you don't see it again, and it was just like when he was on top of the Grim. Yeah, so I feel like that's what it yeah. was. Yeah. So there's Sun's light. I, I think his semblance was cool. They animated that well. Yeah, no, it was um, well. Also, like the teamwork that was really cool. Like that that whole sequence where like Blake is like jumping on top of his. Yeah, yeah we'll get like, to that. That yeah, was yeah. super cool. First, we have Blake, uh, Princess. Like we talked about, Princess catching Sun. Which is the best moment of the episode, and he says, yes. "My hero," and then she just drops him. <laughs> yes, I was like, "Drop him, drop him," and, she <laughs> and then shut up and fight. Um, okay, so here's a good time to talk about this. So I think this episode completely like 
Sun and Blake is a typical like straight couple arc. It's like okay, let's introduce like the the cute boy for the the female, the who, broody for the broody female who's character. like yeah, yeah, who's like uh, you know in that regard it's typical. But they to be honest, the show's handled this one that they've consistently had Blake not fawn over him. Yes, like be Blake hates him a little bit you know like hates him in like the sundere type way yeah. you know like it's not like she's like in love with him but she right. you know she they're they're friends you know yes. and blake just on um, the service like you're dropping it it's very in character and they they nail it this episode to be honest like i, I yes, really think do. that uh they, this dynamic is throughout it's not like blake's ever like um too accepting of him you could the only time is when you could argue is that when he's like why are you on the why are you following me we'll talk about that yeah um but like she just like drops him and she slaps him like it's great. It's and, quality. It's good. Yeah, and it's totally deserved. Like as as even as Sun's uh, number one relative to this podcast fan, uh, it's it's still deserved completely for like you know dropping and Sun and she's like just shut up and fight. Um, then yeah, the the like we were talking about. I really love this. Yeah, she was launching off of Sun's uh, light projections and then she like launches off of him. And he's like expecting her to like embrace yeah. him or something. And she and he's yeah. like she's like no. I actually think this is like maybe the most clever part of the episode. Yes. What they do with his semblance, like this it is really one of the best cool. uses of a semblance I've seen in the well, show. Well, no, it, I mean honestly, this one sequence is probably one of the best like parts of any fight scene in the whole series. Like this part is awesome. Like it was really cool. And we don't and honestly, like we've. We've combined semblances before, but like this is probably one of the best examples of it, and we don't do it very often. So this is really cool. Yeah, I, I thought that. And was I think the- this is going to be a thing this season because we had Ruby and what is her name? Nora? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, I just sure. always forget her name because I don't yeah. care about her. Okay, but- so you're not you're not making fans right now, but yeah, I know uh, it's fine. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, so you think them using semblance as well will be a thing this season? Yeah, I think them using. Well, I think them using them like in combination with each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. they've, think, they've done this before more. on the show. Like yeah. they had a bumblebee attack, literally yeah. called bumblebee on the show. Literally bumblebee. But yeah, may, they might be doing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I we think they're the doing Ru- it more frequently. Like they're we, planning on doing this more. Yeah, we had the ruby nor. I don't know if that's specifically a semblance thing, but yeah, you're right. They definitely combine and maybe. Yeah, I don't. You know, I'm by far not the semblance expert, right. you know, in the world. But um, as as we as we know from the comment sections of yes. this podcast, but yeah, it, so that that that's a good, that's a good call. Maybe they'll need more tandem attacks. That's yeah. a, it's always been a strength of the show is them highlighting re- like uh, two character relationships by having them do tandem attacks. I think that's that's It'll a be cool. I that's think a we're great more of it. Yeah, and it's a great use of combining the show's uh, prime one of the show's primary things of these uh, action scenes with uh, their 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 character development and stuff like yes. that. It's it's a really good idea. Um, yeah, so I, re- I really love that. I also love the song during this, as typical. You know, the yep, music the is the best great. part of the show. So and yeah, it's, it it ramps up as the it gets into the good parts. It's great. Um, then Sun Princess catches Blake, and she's like, Ugh. Yep. <laughs> like like this is you know like okay it's a it's, yeah, okay obviously they're gonna do this but then she's like uh right away yes. like it's great i don't know what do you think of this no i mean i mean i was annoyed yeah because like it kind of like it's kind of irritating to do it both yeah like to do both of them because it, it undermines the first one a little bit a little bit but her reaction is good yeah her reaction's yeah. great yeah and then and she's then, just like, no, bye. Yeah, and then she's a no, bye. And then so the ship, I forgot that the ship was fighting the right. thing as well, and then it kills it. Because uh, they're like pinned, and yeah, and it, it's good. Are and, the engines working? Like, whatever. And then Sun's like up top, and then she slaps him. That was great. That was like my favorite part of the Delaney's episode. Delaney's favorite part, yeah. So is 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 Sun getting slapped just like the, the like... like it's, I just, it's the summation of all my feelings for him. <laughs> It's so good. Like, yeah. like this has been a long time coming, and I'm so glad that he got slapped. Like, yeah, it makes me feel great. Well, yeah, we need to talk about Sun Isle. Let's continue though. So, um, so this then we have like a uh, so that in general, I think that fight scene was really good. I've seen. Oh, some no, the fight scene was it. really good. Yeah, I really I, liked it. I, I do think it's the last minute that makes it. Obviously, but you know, I just yeah. I don't really care about the specific action pieces and stuff, but just like how the characters interact in the scene and stuff like that. Like, also, I think this is the best boring. character. Like the first, yeah. the fight scene in the first episode is boring. Yeah. I think until the last like 30 seconds, that scene is boring and this one carries better. Yeah. It's uh, really interesting. Also, it's different. Cause like, also we haven't really had a fight like in water before. Like, so we're fighting like the sea grim on a ship. Like this is kind of a, different scene like we haven't had really anything like this before so it was interesting to watch also this groom was huge and like arguably perhaps the biggest grim we've encountered large grim but wait this is a sea monster like this is a pretty big grim yeah like, it's I mean, up there. Uh, bigger than the the harambe in the character trailer 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely bigger than Haram- the Grim shout- Harambe. Yeah, shout out to Oh God, not her for that. Yeah. Yes. So uh, it's it's um yeah no I thought this fight scene was good specifically because the characters interacted. I don't really yeah. you know the action whatever you know whatever. But also it's Blake and we haven't seen Blake in a while. But, yes, thank God. Yeah, no. Okay, so let's talk about the motivation scene. Um, so this is I feel like you potentially you might agree that this is the most sympathetic part of Sun this episode in that he's like. He pins the audience uh, interpretation of Blake's action, Blake the um, Blake's motivations in running off. Yes, I think that like he's a good read on what we might be thinking of Blake. Like, yeah. uh, he's like, you're going on a one woman rampage against the White Fang. You thought it was your fight. Like, I think this is a completely reasonable take on Blake yeah. based on what Son has observed. And I also think it's a take that shows that he thinks really highly of her. Like, he thinks that she's like. Like awesome, and is gonna go do fight stuff on her own, and like you know he expects her, and it's not like he expects it for her, but like he interprets her actions in like a super positive way. I think this is a good look for Son. Well, no, it's really good also because like his motivation is he wants to help. Yeah, this isn't some sort of a super annoying. I'm the really buff dude. I have to come save you from this. Like he just wants to help. Yeah, this and also is- it's also it's probably a little bit out of like wanting glory for himself too. So it, it's definitely they're framing this in this way that's like not super irritating. Like because we've had this is a very typical scene, but the way they frame it is very different and not irritating. Yeah, because like he's his motivation isn't really related to Blake. Like and his motivation really doesn't matter too much. It's it's yeah. all about helping her. Yeah, I think yeah, that's that, just what I really appreciate. Like his motivation is not about like Blake needs me. It's just him wanting to help Blake. And, yeah, like, that that is good in that regard. Yeah, I, I think uh, what, my favorite part of this this scene is like the fact that Son states the audience expectation yeah. and then Blake subverts it. And like, Blake's and, like no. I just think that's a really good read on what the audience. Well, is it's definitely also. And I think it's also. It's not necessarily retconning, but it's also some commentary. I think that maybe possibly being aware of how poorly they handled Blake last season, because like last season Blake was like. She was a little bit, it was like, it had to be her fight, had to be this, this, and this. And then it all kind of falls apart at the end, at the end of Volume 3. And here, this is, I think this is a little bit of correction for how that was handled. And, like, I mean, we understand, like, that's not Blake's understanding. Like, that wasn't what Blake was, like, we don't think that's what Blake's doing. Blake's kind of scared, and she feels like she's brought, like, she, she feels like what happened to Yang was her fault. And, like... Yeah, so I think they're kind of correcting a little bit of how things kind of fell apart at the end of Volume Three, like narratively a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I didn't have a good read on what the show was saying, right. Blake that, was thinking at yeah. all in Volume Three. This that's, is the most I've that's gotten. Part of, like, I think that's part yeah. of it because, like, they understood. Like, we kept seeing things, and the problem is, like, especially with Blake, we never know what Blake's thinking, which is like fine, but then it's also not fine when we don't see her. Yeah, yeah. We so, the first the first step is visibility, and then show like she and she states her motivations here she says um i'm not going near near the white fang yet i just need to sort things out i'm going home uh to menagerie and then son's like i guess i'm coming with you because i'm here um so the two questions are let's start with blake's motivations what do you think of blake just wanting to go home and not deal with the white fang yet um it's to me, this is like really hard to pin down just because we are right. not in Blake's head at all last season. Like, I'm just it's like, really okay, confusing. that makes like, sense. I mean, at least how I interpret, like, she's like, she feels like what happened to Yang was her fault, and like everything with Adam is her fault, and that's how she feels about it. And she's scared, and she didn't feel strong enough. And like, also, she was the outsider in the group. Like, yes, Weiss isn't from Va- isn't from Vale, but like, Blake is a faunus, and like, all this is going on, and I think it makes a lot of sense that she wants to go home. Um, I'm a little concerned about what's going to happen when she gets home. Like, I don't really, like, we have literally no context for, like, what's going on at home. Yeah. And, like, what her parents are going to do and, like, what's going on. And so I'm a little concerned about how that's going to get handled later. But right now it makes sense. I think, like, she wants to go home and. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, uh, like, it's kind of like Pidge and Voltron being, like, super, like, I have to get my family back. Like, yeah, but less annoying, to be yes. honest. <laughs> yeah, I think that um, this is a good look for Blake's character direction because it provides some sort of vulnerability. Well, it's kinda, it's a- yeah, it's, it's adding like it's adding some soft edges to her character, which yeah. again, it's not irritating that she has sharp edges. She can be sharp and all this to be yeah. the way she is. But adding this to it in combination with the fact that we're finally seeing her and she literally was like not a person in book volume three. This is great. Yeah. I think this is clearly the direction to go with Blake's character for books one and two. She's, or, you know, whatever volume one and two, she's clear. She's mainly just like the, we have to like, we have to like find out what's going on. Like we have to, she's like paranoid. About she's things. 
snarky like, character. She's like, like that. She's like the action character, like yeah. uh, you know. And I think providing some sort of vulnerability to her is the way to go. It definitely like in context of the show not handling female characters super great. It maybe you know if you look at it from that lens, it's maybe not as as good. But um, I think this is a good direction to take Blake's character. Well, it and makes- I- it makes a lot of sense, like, how all our characters are now. Ruby's in charge. Ruby is going out. Like, Ruby is doing stuff. Yeah. We have Weiss, who she's kind of stuck at home. We have Yang. Like, she's dealing with, you know, the fact that she lost her arm. And then Blake kind of has to go find herself. These are the perfect places for our characters to go, considering where we left them at the end of Volume 3. So this is all, like, this is good. Like, we set them all off on these paths. These are good paths for them to be yeah. on. Just yeah, hopefully be- they're not on, the, on their own for too long. Yeah, I agree. Let's let's bring them back together. To be honest, I think this is just a continuation of Blake from Volume Two. Yeah, I, like Volume yeah, Three, Blake is kind of lost. Is kind of lost on me. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what we're supposed to take from that. But yeah, so Blake, we're positive on the direction of Blake. So let's talk about the direction of um, Sun. So Level One, Sun is being a jerk. Or Sun is not being a good person here by following Blake. That's kind of the Level One. Um, like obviously, Sun should not follow Blake without her permission. Yes. Right. Um, given like, that he does, this is, I think, the best case scenario. Well, he's for not. Him he, doing yeah, he's that. not being like I have to. Like, he's not being like super like overbearing and annoying. Also, the fact that he was following her and he wasn't like she only just found him and like he wasn't yeah. really trying to be caught. He only revealed himself because he had to help her fight. Yeah. So I think there's two important things here. One is that we need to remember they're like actually friends. Like this isn't like. This is probably, other than Yang, the person Blake is closest to in the world. Like, yeah. I, 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 the show kind of established this, and it's not necessarily in a romantic way. So this is just her one of her closest right. friends. Like, so I think if you look at that, then following her is not as awful. It's still, you know, you should tell someone. The know, reason I'm good. irritated about it is because I know what this show is doing, and that's what's irritating. And I think, and we'll get to that. And I think like, we'll talk about that. And I think um, the, you know, number two is that, uh, yeah, he laid back and he's very hands off and he's not forcing anything romantic with her. And I don't think he has any expectations of anything romantic right. with her. I think he just this is a person he's close to. Yeah. yeah. And also, it's just kind of like Sun doesn't really have anything to do. He's bored, so he's doing this. <laughs> I guess. And the show doesn't have anything. I think Sun comes off great, great this episode. No, I think Let's he's fine. That. Like, this he's is the fine. time to talk about that. So you think they're going with the Black Sun route? They are. No, that's what they're doing. And it's super irritating. I know that's what they're doing. Like You know, I don't know if they're doing that. No, I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing. It's going I'm I'm more worried about them doing Lancaster than the Ruby and John. I mean, I'm worried about Sun. both of them because this is what they've done. They've split up our they've split up the girls. And they're like, oh, they're by themselves. Well, oh, we just have to stick this male character with them. Like, stop. Arguably, Sun is more tolerable than John. I still hate both of them. Look, give me Sun ten million times over john yes i mean i agree with that but i still hate Sun. really you agree with that you hate Sun, though that i mean you hate john like 10 million times i actively like that so let me talk about Sun. Sun, this episode is like super sympathetic i think um like first of all he's super cute like normal like that's the big appeal to Sun, obviously and like second of all he you know is 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 kind of like genuinely a good person i mean he's like he's like the best version of this cocky male right character. yeah like he's he this is the this is the potential appeal to Sun. like he's this cocky male like uh archetype who like like yeah. uh, wants to pursue this the the girl that we're the main character and um i i think that you know he's at his best when he's not overdoing it and he's like in like specs interest and this is like completely the best version of all that i agree where we're going with it we're going to see her parents no 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 hi parents here's uh my good faunus friend exactly who has who never buttons his shirt son Exactly. I <sighs> No. No. Like I do not trust the show with having a female character and a male character alone for extended periods of time. I don't I trust agree, the show. No, yeah, I agree with that. But at the same don't time I do, I do genuinely enjoy the um Sun and Blake friendship. I guess I also Like I would the- enjoy it more if I wasn't so terrified they were going to mash them together. I you know, if this show does bla- does Black Sun, I don't care a million times as much as I would care about Lancaster. Nope, this will not be okay. So I mean, you Bumblebee's care- real for one. Like Bumblebee, Bumblebee. I do happened, think they'll basically. eventually do Bumblebee, but if they do Black Sun in the meantime, would that be as bad as if they did Lancaster? No, it wouldn't season? be as bad. But that's just because Sun is slightly less terrible than Sean. Yeah, I think this. Sh- you know, I think the show is like an established uh, like sexual tension dynamic between Blake and Sun. Yes, like I, I think, and I think with John and Ruby, it's not there. Like I think that it's clearly been friendship platonic with yes. them. 
I agree. But both of them are bad, and I don't want either of them to happen. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not saying I'm I'm shipping the Black Sun, but I I really feel like it's a world of difference for me. But I mean, I I understand why the problem is Blake is my favorite character, and I'm just not I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna have it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You got to see the the appeals of the sun here. I mean, I under, like sun is better than Jean, but like I still don't like sun. Like the whole okay when they introduced sun and Neptune, it was like okay, are you serious? Yeah. Like and then like on top of that, they keep coming back. Like I don't care about them. It's irritating. We take these four amazing female characters, and then it's like here's a boy, here's a boy, here's a boy, and I'm like, stop it. The introduction of Sun is the yeah, it was totally the here's a boy thing, and and it's so annoying. Yes, yeah, and Neptune was much worse. It was also a here's a boy thing. Yeah, and yes, I understand. Like yes, like Sun is better. Like Sun, he's a character. He's he's more of a character than John potentially. Yes, I don't know if that's you know. I mean, I think John's fine. If you ignore his um, screen time and his potential Lancaster, then I think it's fine. Um, I don't care about Sean at all. Yeah, I, I care about Sun. No, I don't know if that's true. I mean, I don't care about. No, I don't care about Sun either. But like, I don't. It's just they're they have done nothing to make me care about like. Yeah. I mean, the big characters. thing. The big thing is you're missing the Sun being hot type thing. Like that's not a factor for you. So there's no. That it's factor. not. It's zero percent. That's what's irritating. I know he's supposed to be. Also, when he puts his hands behind his back, his head, it makes me so irritated. I'm like, you are so stupid. Like I know what they're doing, and it's so annoying. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cute to be honest. No, I but. know why he's doing it. I know they're like, oh, look at him, and I'm like, I'm gay. I'm getting nothing out of this. Yeah, you're getting so, nothing out of that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so irritated. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's not no. that I want all the girls to be gay. I mean, I do. I want. I do want all the girls to be gay. But like, it's fine that they're not. But like, the way they're going about this is so irritating. And like, if we had started the show, it'd be like, here are some guys. Here are some girls. Make me care about both of them. No, we have these four girls that I really yeah, like, yeah, and then we fun. introduce these characters. I'm like, yeah. I don't like you. I don't care about you at all. And they keep mashing them together. I'm like, stop it. Yeah, the problem like is they bring they bring the sun in as like a course correct Adam male it's like love interest. Yeah. Also, it was also during all the tournament nonsense. Like the tournament is the most irritating thing in yeah, the universe. Yeah, I mean, Sun was there in season two, but yeah, it's yeah. um, Sun started off on a really bad foot. I hated him at first, to be honest, like you. But he's really grown on me. I think the show has handled him way better than any male character. Well, yes, I do agree with that. But I also, but he's also too close to Blake, and that's just unacceptable. Yeah, so. if the show continues this, like, um, sometimes flirting, always, never over, more than that, just all platonic type thing. I think that'd be great. And I mean, fine. That'd be yeah. fine. Like Blake, Blake needs a friend right now, honestly. Yeah. So this is this is fine. Yeah. But like, I also do not want them to like turn this into just this super annoying like. Yeah. Just no. I don't uh, and an overt romance arc would be bad. I, I'm I, yes. pr- I'm pretty confident they're not doing that. Like, I, really if they hope. if they do anything with them, it would just be like one or two moments. Um. I'm I'm more worried about them doing a long term uh, John and Ruby. Yeah, no, I arc. really am terrified about that. Also, like I think that I, yeah, I don't think they're doing a long term Blake and Sun romance arc. Like I, it just it just seems not like they, whenever they have moments, it's very fast and yeah, know, I don't know. Well, also it just it's just very like Blake is not interested in him. Like they're friends. Um, yeah, yeah, mostly. I I think that the show is. Potential- there were I there I think there were there were earlier moments. I think I think Blake like, is. Blake here's, my, here's my read on this. Blake is like amused by him and thinks he's like kind of cute. Like I think that's that's basically it. Like yeah. he she does smile at him at one point. She does smile yes. at him at one point this episode. So it's mostly I think just that because she he's a friend and she doesn't have yeah. many people close. But I do think that there's like something slightly there. I mean, I think the show has been trying to present that. That's not necessarily what I'm like advocating. Like, I think right. the show has been trying to present that. Right. But again, I don't think it's over, and I don't think the show wants to make it over. And I'd be I pretty really surprised. I'd be surprised if they were like, "Here's my boyfriend to the parents." Like, and I, you know, that's not. What I really doing. hope not. Okay, um, let's. Okay, well, we're going long here. Let's talk about the Salem and Cinder. Um, there's our chime in on the sun discussion in the comments. Are you hashtag pro? Sun, I don't know. Hashtag negative. <laughs> hashtag anti sun. You know. Hashtag so, eclipse. Hashtag eclipse. Yeah. Hashtag eclipse or hashtag um. You know whatever pro sun. So let's talk about um Salem and Cinder. Um. So this this the scene at the end with the weird grim and with yeah, uh whatever it's like this grim eyeball or something. Yeah. Like, okay. Really weird. I'm gonna be okay. Audience, I'm gonna be honest. I have no idea what's going on in the scene. Um, I believe the intent is to not have any idea what's going on in the scene. I don't think we're supposed to know. I think you def- you guys definitely have theories. I would encourage you to comment with them. Please, yes. like, 
be aware of the distinction between theories and facts. Um, I, the commenters are notoriously awful at this, but um, like if you have legitimate information on what's going on here, please let me know. So I'd like to know. I, again, I haven't had time to read all the theories and stuff pre previous to this, but um, I believe most of what happens here, we are not supposed to understand what's happening. So let's, right. let's establish that. Like we haven't seen this grim before, right? Right. No, we have not. Definitely. Okay. We have not. Seen I have that, that issue. I'm always like, have we seen a grim? No, like we've this definitely before? not seen this type of grim before. Okay. This is, this is like the, uh, the Voltron like spy yeah. thing, whatever they had. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. This is, I don't know. It it tells uh, Salem something and then she's like. It like, it like flashes at her. Yeah. And she apparently understands it and we don't. So uh, is she like, okay. So like she like controls the Grim or something, right? Like this, I know they're at the castle or whatever. And this, all these this episode gave me the best impression that she is like the Grim master. Yeah, like she's like the creator of Grim. I didn't have that impression before. Like in the first episode, we see Grim coming out of like the primordial slime. Right. Um, but I, th until this episode. Like there's a difference between like. I am Salem, and I am the goddess of this realm where the Grimm exists. Yeah. Versus, I am Salem, the goddess of the Grimm. So, yeah, like, I agree I with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I get the impression that she maybe controlled the Grimm. Like, yes, I think like she creates them and like yeah. controls them. Yeah, I'm, to be honest, I'm not into that. I think that the show has been presenting Grimm as like kind of an environmental topic. Yeah, like, the, like, it's kind of yeah, it's, that's kind of like the neat thing. Like Grimm come because this happens. Yeah, and I think this kind of subverts all the messages that they've been having okay. with Grimm. Like, I think this is like, oh, Salem's just the big bad, and she's been sending Grimm everywhere, as opposed to like Grimm represents kind of the natural Earth. Well, and, I'm like, okay just... with maybe they might be kind of presenting this. Okay, let's think about like I was thinking about this watching the episode. Okay, Mercury and Emerald, they are like. They're a, like it's a hunter and a huntress basically they kind of turn sides they join the grim right so i'm thinking more of it's kind of like they've come to control the grim but she doesn't actually like like it's not how it's supposed to be because we knew everything went okay like, everything okay. messed up volume three that was the point yeah. of a lot of things that happened in volume three was because elbow you think you can control the grim no so i think it's more of like they've taken control mm-hmm but obviously, but like you know, ultimately the Grim are the Grim. So she's taking control of the Grim, which are still a natural occurrence. But she's like made yeah, them I like more so. evil and anti. I hope so. That'd be I'd be fine with that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. She might be. I mean, of course, I think it makes a lot of sense. She could maybe influence the creation of the Grim, and yeah. like also like she's like ramping up their numbers and stuff. Yeah, and like everything that's going on in like the world, it makes a lot of sense as to why. Um, everything that's going on in Revenant, it makes a lot of sense as to why. The Grim are, like, everywhere. Yeah, I think, yeah. The problem, I think, is that she's being presented as kind of this immortal character. Yeah, so yeah and I'm, like, like, I'm a little concerned about her being, like, I am the creator, like, I am the mother of the Grim or yeah, something. Yeah, she's the Grim, the grim like mother, that. yeah. So we'll see where that's going. I'd much prefer her not to be in control, yes. just because I think some of the show's stronger themes have been the Grim being kind of this natural occurrence, and, like, right. they feed on negative emotions, then they're also kind of, like, this Miyazaki and environmental factor happening. Which, well, they did make a comment, like, they kind of had this kind of Dementor-esque scene with, so we have Emerald and Mercury, like, in the corner, and then Salem is talking to Cinder, and she's like, um, don't let it, I can't remember what she said, it was something like, uh, yeah, like, don't. control it, like, don't, like, like, make it dread you. Yeah. And then, of course, like, then the Grim comes in, and, like, Emerald and Mercury are like, oh my god. Yeah. And, like, they're both, like, freaked out. Yeah, so, potentially by. they're presenting the Grim more of as Dementors rather than the Ohm from Nausicaa. So, that's more of, like, the Ohm or more of, like, a natural, um, here's the environment reacting against you. Uh, everyone's in Nausicaa, by the way. Whereas the Grim, whereas the Dementors in Harry Potter are more as, like, Voldemort's minions, right? Yeah. So, well, the Dement well, the Dement well, that's, the other that's another interesting point that here, like, the Dementors just exist, and Voldemort controls them. So, so yeah, maybe it's more of a that thing, yeah. Yeah, it's more, I think that's honestly what I think it is. Like, the Dementors are just creatures that exist in the world, and, then, and like, Voldemort, Voldemort took advantage he of takes, them. He yeah. takes control of them. Yeah. But... Like, but he didn't create them. Like, he doesn't really have, and you can't really control Dementors. Like, that was that's another thing that's established in that universe is that you can't control Dementors. They just yeah. do what they want. Yeah, they only have one. Yeah. Like, when they have a target, they go for it. Yeah, is this a uh, Harry Potter uh, Ruby mini cast? Is that what this is right now? It could yeah, be. I mean, I could no, probably could make an outline. Yeah, you could make an outline. But yeah, that's the yeah. I agree. That that's I guess the best case with Sam is what they're. Yeah, I so think. You, I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense, and I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that if the Grim are like. They are naturally occurring without Salem's influence, but Salem has now taken control of them. Yeah. Um, so in the beginning, uh, Salem's descenders like make it dread you. Yes. Um, 
I, I, the speculation I have seen it is not clear whether this is talking about the the grim that is to like. I think the episode it portrays it as like this grim that comes in later, but I think it's supposed to be uh, Cinder talking to like the thing that's infected half her body. Right. Yeah. Whatever it is that's not letting her speak. Yes, I think that it's supposed to. Yeah, whatever you want to call that, her poison or her like the thing that is on her arm and like half her face. It's kind of similar to what was going on with Cora in um, Book Four. Yes, yes, very similar. Like the the metal that's inside Cora right. in Book Four. I think that's what's supposed to. Like, I think the grim that comes later is unrelated. I think they did that too fast because it makes it seem like the. Yeah, grim. it's a little confusing. I mean, yeah. great. It does kind of flow too because, like, I mean, and also Mercury and Emerald's reactions to the grim. Are also like you're not really sure what's going on. Yeah. Also, we never really was going. We don't know what's going on with Salem and Cinder. Like we barely understand who Salem is. Yeah, and it's they're true. having vague conversations. Yeah. The show is often too ambiguous with with its mythology. This is clearly this is a frequent complaint about the show. Like uh, my thing is like okay, like we understand in we have this world of remnant. We understand there are people and they look like people, and then we have the faunus and they're people too, and they also have like. Little animal features. That's fine. We understand that. I get that. I see someone I'm like they're a faunus, they're a person. Got it. But then we have now we have Salem who doesn't look like a person. Like she looks vaguely like a person, but she's clearly something other. And it's like we kind of need to explain this. Yeah. Not yeah. Like, not not clear what's going. There's a this is intended to be ambiguous. Um, right. and it's supposed it's to be like, ominous. This is like this like visually. Like obviously, I'm like. I'm like, she's not good. Like, there's something going on with her. Like, she is evil and stuff. But, like, we need to explain this because, like, she – like, Cinder is something other, too, now. She's a maiden, but she still looks like a person. Yeah. So, like, we just need to – like, I need to understand – like, I understand what Grim are, but she doesn't look like a person or Grim. Like, what am I supposed to figure – like, who is she? We don't know. Clearly, the show is trying – attempting to be ambiguous. I think that that's fine at this point. I think that it's – you need to pay it off at the end of the season. The show generally has not explained things at the end of the season, though. So that's de- well. Generally speaking, we get to the end of the season. It's like here's all this new information that makes no sense. Yeah, they just add more and mythology. And, in, 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 yeah, instead of explaining mythology, they have. So this right. this scene is fine in the context of this episode. Right. Again, I'm it's very okay. high on this episode, but um, we need to eventually explain what this grim is. So this um, it's ball with strings is what I described. It's it's, uh, it's like t- it's like a t- it's like a dark tentacle. It's like communicate. It's like a ball thing communicating with like Salem and Salem uh, is like okay. I need to t- ask you, did you kill Ospin and Cinder says yes, and then Salem says, "Reinforce our numbers at Beacon. The relic is there. What are you okay, planning?" And then, okay, my friend made this really good point because I also thought this, but it wasn't until my friend verbalized it I was like, "Okay, this wasn't just me." The way she says that line, "What are you like? What are you planning?" Pause. Ozpin. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I think the initial interpretation is she's, um, what are you planning, Ozpin? So she Sorry. doesn't, my, I think my first interpretation, what are you planning, Ozpin? She does not believe Cinder. Do you right. think that's true? Well, I think it might be like, she knows something we don't know about Ozpin, clearly. Like, I think that's established. Salem has a long history with Ozpin, yeah. and she knows things we don't. Yeah. I think the general theory at the t- moment is that Ozpin is the old man. Yeah. From the story of the yeah, maidens. and Salem's one of the maidens, yeah. And like, so, yeah. if Ozpin is, you know, immortal or whatever, and if he's not, or if he's dead right now, he reincarnates or whatever, then she, like, she knows. Granted, it also can, what are you planning? Like, Ozpin could have had, like, a failsafe. You know, he could have, he could have been like, I'm going to die, so I have this in place, so whatever happens. So both of those are possible, but I think it's more likely that Ozpin isn't really dead. And I don't think and I don't think she's gonna hold this against Cinder because I think she's like, Yes, yeah, Cinder fully believes that she killed Ozpin, but I know something Cinder doesn't know. Okay, so interesting. Like, oh. So first of all, is Ozpin dead or not? I think Ozpin's clearly alive. For the, uh, I mean, like, in, like in in actuality, he's not dead for the state of the show. Like, Ozpin's going to be alive, so the show can right. Do like, Ozpin's going to be okay. Gonna, that's like, step number one. So some... you said number two, Cinder does believe she killed Ozpin. Yes. So you don't think that um, Salem is like uh, listening to Cinder and says and is interpreting her as lying because right. it seems like Salem wouldn't put up with that. No, like Salem would like just like incinerate her or whatever yeah. right there. So I feel like it's more of like. Also, would she be really going through all this trouble and she says yes and then like like she's not like that she would know. Like she already she already before Cinder said yes was like you don't I know. guess so, but why does she keep asking her? I don't know. That's my thing. Like I feel like She's like building trust or something, yeah. Well, I think it's also like she's also trying to like help Cinder like recover. 
So, because she needs Cinder for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, maybe she does. Or that's another thing. She might be like, Cinder's lying. Salem's not going to kill her, though, because she's a maiden. They need her power. Yeah, that's true. She does need her. So maybe it's more of just uh, she needs her power. And number three is like, what does Salem believe? It does. The what are you planning makes me makes me think that Salem believes Osborn's alive. Yeah, I think Salem knows things that the rest of us don't. And I think she, I don't think she's going to hold it against Cinder. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um. She does seem to be being nice to Cinder. Yeah, like she's like, I mean, she keeps protecting her from like the rude. Yeah, I'd like to know why she cares about Cinder. I'd like yeah, to know I don't that. know if it's kind of like this weird maternal thing or if it's just yeah. like. Cause Are you, you shipping her, the Salem and Cinder? I mean, I, it's weird. I mean, maybe. Have you thought about that before I just no, asked? No, I haven't thought about so it. So I, I, I think that's your new ship. I think that's. Is it? Think okay, about Cinder. that. I'll come up with a ship name. Cinder. Well, Sin no, that's not one. how ship names in this show work. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not how it works. So it's like, um, It'd be like Blackfire or something. <laughs> Blackfire, lol. Yeah, something like that. Well, it's, it's, uh, uh, that is a name in the DC universe. This might be a thing that's already in the fandom. Tell us what the Cinder and Salem yes, ship it's name Blackfire. is. Blackfire, please um, tell me. Right. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, yeah. So those are our predictions. That let us know whether you think like the three questions are: Is Osborn alive? Does Cinder think Osborn alive? Does Salem think Osborn alive? Those are three questions. And then, um, what's the relic? Yeah. This is the only thing I'm not confident in being what a thing already that it, th- this might exist already and like I just don't understand. I my initial thought is like the relic has to do with the uh fall maiden stuff yeah. that they're doing in the 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 basement I of mean, I'm the I like season volume 1 and I can't It's like that, it's like that transfer that. machine between yeah. or that wasn't a relic though that was no. created by uh, Ironwood. Yeah. So I think that's true. And it is the relic. So like, something to do with the maidens I think is the relic. That'd be my prediction. Like, I find it really hard, like, I really find it hard to believe that it's something we know, we already know. I'm not enthused by the idea of a relic adding an additional plot method. Right, like, oh, look, okay, we have the maidens, now we have this thing. Let's explain the maidens first before we add a relic in, yeah. Like, we're we're literally, like, we're, like, we're playing, like, this weird game where it's, like, let's create a mythological story. Okay, we have these, like, mythological, basically, goddesses. Okay, check. Yeah. Oh, we have like these dark creatures. Check. Yeah. Oh, let's add this little thing. Yeah. Like, no, stop. Like, this is too much. They should explain things before they add things. Yeah. Or like, or if you're gonna do something like this, like these aren't the, like this is why we have the prophecy trope because then you introduce all of it at once and you're like, oh, okay, we have all this weird, cool stuff that rhymes and we understand that we have like these five things. Got yeah. it. Check. Yeah, agree. And then agree. it's annoying, but it's like, okay, at least I don't have to deal with this like three seasons later. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Let's let's explain some of the mythology, but that's not the state we're in. Hopefully the end of the season fulfills on that. Like, Clearly they're not going to do that in the season. Yeah. So overall, what do you think of the Salem and Cinder scene? Uh, I thought it was really good. I, I was shocked Cinder actually spoke. I didn't think that was going to happen this soon. Yeah. So yeah. I'm surprised. Uh, I thought it was good. Cinder, was good. Cinder th- sympathy check. Yes. Okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think I'm also sympathetic on Cinder, and so are the most of the commenters. I would say, let's remember, Cinder literally killed Pyrrha. Literally (laughs) killed Pyrrha. Cinder is, like, power-hungry and crazy, and that's fine. Cinder killed one of our most sympathetic characters, like, explicitly on screen, so let's not forget that. And then we watch her, like, the way they, like, are animating her, like, I just want to, like, hold her. And I'm like, she's evil. She would like rip yeah. my throat out. Cinder's an interesting version of the Korra recovery arc. Yeah, because she's like it's a from dark an evil. It's, yeah, it's because it's from the evil. It's uh, like Kuvira recovery arc. Yeah, that. Yeah, if they were to, if they, that would be honestly, like Kuvira and Cinder are pretty similar, except Cinder's like way more crazy than Kuvira. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think Kuvira and Cinder are both sympathetic, uh, clear villains. Yeah, yes. so that's what's interesting, yeah. Okay, so let's take some asks as we wrap things up here. Here's from Andy. Uh, patron Andy says, Seeing Blake and Yang have substantial scenes with them was, scenes with them was surprising. I hope this means they've learned something from last season, uh, season. I'm glad they introduced the robot arm at the beginning of Yang's arc instead of the end. Having it already exist emphasizes her inner struggle and avoids a deus ex machina. Uh, deus ex ironwood at the end of her arc. Yeah, <laughs> I am more Nice. that her arc seems so much like Korra alone. I don't know faith that they can pull something off like the show PTSD correctly. We agree yep. on that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I am surprised that this whole episode is Blake and Yang. I expected yeah. it to be half uh, Ranger, half uh, Blake. So well, the fact that it's Blake just blew me away. Yeah, yeah, the excellent stuff. Uh, we took the Screen Times arc. So overall, Delaney, um, 
Yeah, we're we're positive on this episode. Yes. Um, I thought this was it's probably the it's the best episode of the season so far. Yeah, and it's pretty good. And I'm like, I'm getting like I'm a little less concerned about where we're going in the show, but I'm still like concerned. Yeah. So I have heard rumblings of some sort of not new episode next week because uh, Rooster Teeth has some sort of charity event and they tend not to do new releases when they have some sort of event. Potentially two we- two or three weeks until the next episode, although that is not confirmed. I have not seen that confirmed. Um, okay. But next episode, any predictions for what we'll see? Oh, well, I mean, I feel like we're going to check back in on, like, Ranger. And John definitely, is probably yeah, going to get on my nerves. Definitely going to see Ranger next episode. Who um, will be our? Uh, will we see Weiss, Blake, or Yang next episode? Um, I feel like we're going to see Weiss. Like I feel like they're going to do this kind of like pairing thing. I doubt we'll mix it up. Um, I don't know if we're. I don't think we'll see Weiss. Like I think it'll just be a Ranger episode. I think we're going to have some stuff happen. Like Team Ranger. Like for all of them fighting Grim, they haven't fought that much Grim, and they're not really doing anything. <laughs> so I feel it's, yeah. it's like it's literally like the first half of Deathly yeah. Hollow. Ranger and like, Ranger yeah. camping trip. They're not really doing anything. Are we going to get a John and uh, Ruby dancing scene that was Please, not in the original no. books? Is no. that what? We're- <laughs> Uh, no. Uh, so I think that they need to. They, they there's an airship in the next town, so they need to get to the next town. Yeah, they like, need that's to get there. Next, there needs yeah. to be a fight or something yeah. like Grim yeah. Harambe. I don't care. Like something <laughs> happened. But uh, dropping the Harambe references. Yeah, I think yeah to fight something. Yeah, get to the airship. Get to uh, Mistral or whatever where we're going. Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 my prediction. I think the most likely character for check in next episode is Yang because we've seen the least of her. I do agree with that, but I also don't know. Yeah, it could be. It could be any of them. To I be think honest, I think also this is gonna be my um, my prediction for the rest of the season. I'm gonna make it right now. Okay. So the group is going to meet back together in Mistral. So we have like our characters right now are like they're spread all over. So yes. Ruby's trying to get to Mistral. I don't know if yes. they'll actually get there, but I think they probably they'll, will. They'll get there. Yeah. So I think they're gonna get to Mistral, and then like so we know Blake is going to Menagerie. So. She's going to like come back to Mistral. It, that's a different place, right? Like, what is Menagerie? Like, it's not. Is it a continent? Okay, I'm looking this up now because I forgot about that. Um, so I know there's like, so I know there's Mistral, Vale, and Atlas. It's like a separate continent or something, yeah. Okay, so Menagerie. So I feel like they're going to come back and go to Mistral because there's going to be stuff. Ha- like, I feel yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's, vale, it's, it's south of, the- of uh, Mistral though, so, okay, it's, it's, so it's within range. Okay, so we blew up Vale, so everyone's going to go to... We're all going to meet back together in Mistral. I think this is not controversial. We're going to converge in Mistral, yes. I agree. Yes. That's where we're going. So is that is there anything else to the prediction, or is this this? So that, gonna... that was just it. I think okay. this is what we're doing. Like, yes, everything is going to come... I agree. Eventually, just... Yeah, eventually we're going to meet in Mistral, for sure. I, I think it's more of a question how Yang and Weiss get there, but clearly yeah. Blake and the Ruby Gang are on their way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think... Uh, Yang, I guess, is my so we're gonna working towards this like concert with Weiss. I don't even know what they're doing, to be honest. We need to do oh, something substantial. Like Weiss is really weird too. Like Weiss is in a really weird place. Like, okay, we understand why Blake is doing her thing. Like Weiss is just Yeah. Home. Um we also have um uh I guess next episode we could fight with Tyrion because remember Tyrion's still yeah. going after Ruby. So right. that could be a thing next episode. There's yes. a lot of on the plate here. We're already three episodes into a thirteen episode season. There's not a lot of time no left. <laughs> I don't have faith that a lot will get done, but like, I'm you know. feeling like I kind of feel like the season isn't really going to end. Yeah, it could just be part one of, yeah. uh, of a two-part season. Whatever. I mean, it's only been it's been less than a year since last season, so it's not the worst. So um, we'll see what happens. Let us know your predictions for next episode. It could be multiple weeks from now. If there's not a new episode next week, we'll not have a pod, uh, Ruby podcast, but we'll see. Whatever happens with that, let us know comments on any of what we've discussed about. Are you pro sun or eclipse? Uh, hashtag in the YouTube comments, Tumblr eclipse. comments, or comments on our website overlyanimated.com. Uh, subscribe to us there. Um, special request: uh, give us five star reviews on a Ruby specific iTunes feed at over. You can check out overlyanimated.com. Click on Ruby on like the right side because we are a consensus one star review on our <laughs> Ruby specific iTunes feed. Um, I'm glad people are leaving the Nervy reviews there and not in our main feed, but we could we could boost up our Ruby iTunes yes. feed review. Like y'all listen and y'all yeah, like there's, it. There's, so, there's, like, yeah, so give us a, a iTunes review there because the haters are have given us a there have been now been five haters, which means that the one star shows up on the iTunes. So, so please give us yes, yes. good reviews. Yes. And you could uh, yeah, we know and, you're out there. 
there. And also on the main feed is the general is uh, would be also be helpful too. So anyway, uh, consider supporting us on patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you very much to our patrons, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Ryan, Catherine, Taylor, Devon, Jay, John, Venetian, Victoria, and Katrin, aka Fever, Mitch Corner, Steve, Exchange, and William, Buzz, like your Mamma, Richard, Jamie, Brian, Cookie, Needle, Diamond, Day, Joel, Garfield, Fusion, Skylark, Patron, Katrin, um, just sent out the. All the patron stuff for this month, a lot of patron awards. Uh, I can dictate future podcast topics and stuff. Patreon.com slash overly animated. Upcoming podcast. Star is back this week. Uh, reminder to Delaney. <laughs> Star on Monday. Yes. I didn't forget. Okay. And uh, SU Roundtable by Justin this week. And then the week after that, SU is back. New. Ooh, so Jim we'll Harvest. Them. Yeah, Jim Harvest. And then also another new student universe episode like two what? weeks after that. Yeah. On the what? schedule. We'll see if they follow through, but it's on the schedule. And new Ruby whenever it comes up. Uh, last comments, Delaney. Blake is back. Yeah. Blake is thank back. God. That's true. Yeah, thank God. Uh, let us know. Do you agree with us that it's the best episode of the season? Yes, that's the other comments thing. Thank you guys very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.